Ryan, you there? Yeah, I'm here. You there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, one sec. I gotta take you off my, uh... Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's better. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Okay, one sec. I'm gonna call you back. And just I'm going to see how it's recording right now. I can hear you perfectly. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can okay. Hear you. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I think it's going to work. All right. I'm just going to do the small intro. And then we're going to go uh, QBs. We'll go, uh, yeah, we're going to do QBs. Uh, all the QBs you named. Uh, top picks. Um, then you, the guy you named with Nelson and blah, blah, blah. Then I got one. Bad picks. Your two picks that we have. And then we're going to just do who won the draft. Um, and then you just rip off who you want. All right. Cool, cool? Sounds good. All right. We are going live in three, two, one. Welcome to the Playground Show, the sports talk show where anything goes. My name is Troy Crema, and welcome to episode two, where we talk a little foosball mainly covering the 2018 NFL Draft. I'm here with self-proclaimed NFL Draft expert, Ryan Chai Guy Reeson. Yeah, he's a Bears fan, but we won't hold it against him too much. Jokes. The Bears suck. Chai Guy, thank you for being here, and let's dive right into our first topic, the QBs. All of them have talked a big game and shot their mouths off, but now must walk the walk. A little ridiculous, some of the comments they made, to be honest. Uh, like... Who the fuck do they think they are? Yeah, they got drafted in the first, ra- first round, but so did Ryan Leaf, Jamarcus Russell, and Vince Young, just to name a few. Uh, top QB taken was Baker Mayfield, Oklahoma Sooners, obviously first overall, the Browns, Heisman Trophy winner, dual threat quarterback. Um, just your thoughts on Baker Mayfield and uh, what you think he's going to bring to the Browns this season. I love the pick, to be honest, Troy. Uh, there's obviously concerns with his size, but to me, other than some, you know, questionable things he did in his, his last year at Oklahoma, he is the best quarterback in this draft class. Uh, I, I truly think he's the most competitive guy in this entri- entire draft, and that helps make up for his size along with his heart. He plays with an edge, uh, and I like him to keep that up, but he also needs to calm down and focus on his professionalism going forward. Some of the things he did in that last year – putting the flag in the middle of the field, showing up with some signs, holding his crotch, you know, after, he, <laughs> you know, some things pissed him off during handshakes. Uh, he needs to, you know, eliminate that, focus on the game of football itself, and and he has a real chance to succeed in this league. He uh, He's a, an accurate passer who now has a lot of weapons in Cleveland. They went out and acquired Jarvis Landry. He's led the league in, in receptions for the past four years. He's got Coleman. Uh, he's got two good running backs as well. David Njoku, tight end, drafted first round last year. And then they also got Josh Gordon if he can stay on the field. So he's got a lot of weapons to work with, which will really make him even better. He can make plays on the run. Uh, he's a, an above-average athlete. And he can definitely beat out Tyrod Taylor for the starting job, in my opinion. Yeah, man. Do you think he's going to start game one? I think this guy is, as I mentioned, he's got the most competitive attitude in this entire league. I, I think he would be more disappointed than anyone if he doesn't be the opening day starter for uh, the Cleveland Browns. And I, I truly think he has the tools to beat out Tyrod Taylor. I think it'll be a close battle and I, I'd give him the edge. Uh, so, yeah, if you had to ask me right now if I think he'll be starting 
uh, first game for the Cleveland Browns, I'd say yes. I don't think so. Well, Tyrod Taylor, he, he's, he's an above-average athlete as well. He, he makes plays with his legs. Real fast guy. He's an accurate passer. Doesn't make too many mistakes. His, his interception you know, numbers have been real down. Uh, but he's not a big play guy. Uh, he hasn't, you know, found uh, sustained success in the NFL. Uh, the, the Browns are a team that really need something going for them this year. They, they, they're one in 31 over the past two seasons. They need a big change. Bringing in Taylor, you know, was a, a good move in my opinion. Uh, and I think he'll really push Baker Mayfield. But I think if you want to take a big step forward, you go with the guy you selected number one. Give him a chance. You got him the weapons. I think he has enough guys to help make plays. Yeah, well, the Browns had the balls to take Baker number one, so they should have the balls to start him, right? So I guess we yeah. will just we will just have to find out and see what happens. I mean, yeah, Baker Mayfield throwing over seventy percent uh, completion rate this year, which is just unheard of. Um, okay, on to the next QB. We got Sam Darnold, uh, third overall to the Jets. Big arm, Rose Bowl victory. And obviously over 4,000 passing yards this year, 26 TDs, 13 interceptions with a QB rating of about 148. Um, obviously very, very impressive. Um, just your thoughts on Sam Darnold and what do you think he's going to bring to that struggling Jets organization? I, I like Sam Darnold. I'm not a huge fan. He's got good size. He's a good pocket passer. He's 6'3", 221. He has a lot of physical tools going his way. Uh, but there's a lot of questions about his poor throwing mechanics. There's concern over how long it takes him to release the ball, get it out of his hand. Uh, and he also, you know, with the amount of time he takes to, uh, to release the ball, there's a lot of fumbling concerns he's had throughout his college career. Uh, he also tries to force plays in some scenarios, and he's also had an elevated interception as a result of that. Uh, I like him, but he also seemed to lack some confidence. I don't want some. Yep. And uh, Josh Rosen, for for example. But I think he, he, he almost didn't have enough confidence in some of his interviews. And honestly, out of all the quarterbacks taken in the first round, this is the guy I see who has the greatest potential to be a bus pick. I, I think 100%. I agree. I think he is a great mentor in, in Josh McCown. He's one of my favorite veteran quarterbacks in the entire NFL. I think the guy, he's got, he's got game. He's a, he's a great athlete. He's, he's charismatic. He's, he's got a great attitude. And I think he is the perfect guy to mentor Sam Darnold in this situation. But I, I see Josh McCowan, who's still playing good football before he got injured last year, being the starter of this Jets team for this year, barring any injuries. And if he does get injured, I still see them giving Teddy Bridgewater a chance to play in front of Sam Darnold this oh, year. Geez, Bridgewater yeah. is a, four to, a former first-round pick himself. And I think they would give him at least a shot just to see what he's still got in the tank before yep. they move on to Darnold. So I think Darnold is a good player. He's got some potential, but he needs time to develop. And they need to mentor him well, not rush him, because I think that confidence is a big thing for him. If he loses it early, he's got potential to be a bus pick. Yeah, man, 100%. I agree. I, I love Josh McCowan. I love that you brought that up. I think that guy is so underrated. I mean, um, that Jets team. Um, that was seemingly expected. I think Vegas had them at the beginning of the year to maybe win three games all year and sure enough um he came out and i mean led them to what eight seven wins eight wins was it they they uh, went i think they only got five but they they were in a lot of close games and he, his his touchdown interception ratio is always pretty pretty solid 
I remember back in 2013 when Cutler got injured for the Bears, he stepped up. He was outstanding. I think his touchdown to interception ratio was like 15 to one, and he almost led the Bears to a, a, a playoff spot in that year. They finished eight and eight, so that's the closest they've been in the past five, five, ten years. So yeah, five wins. They went five and eleven last year. So yeah, five I mean, wins, but honestly, know, that team wasn't even expected to get three by Vegas yeah. standards. So I mean, yeah, I, I I'm a big Josh Rosen fan, and yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, man, like holy crap, man, that guy was touted as possibly one of the best young quarterbacks before he got injured. Yeah. Um, and I, I just don't, I just don't get how that guy doesn't get a shot as well. I mean, I just don't get it. I think he deserves a chance and he deserves a chance to prove himself that he can, he has recovered from that injury and that he can be an elite quarterback, uh, potentially in the NFL. So yeah, I agree. I think hundred percent Sam Darnold, uh, has his work cut out for him. I think he could be a third string quarterback for the Jets to start off to be for honest. hundred sure. percent. No doubt. Um, all right. On to the, one of the biggest question marks um, in the NFL draft, um, Josh Allen, seventh overall to the Bills, Mountain West Conference, uh, clearly has been touted as having all the tools, um, but was smoking a little too much kush uh, in California in high school with those tweets that came out. So uh, we are, he, has, he had a, a lot of negative press around him, uh, definitely when, uh, when uh, draft day was coming about. Um, Mountain West Conference, I mean, actually has been noticed as providing good quarterbacks. Um, Andy Dalton, uh, Derek Carr, and Alex Smith are the current uh, Mountain West graduates um, who have gone on to had, uh, have decently successful careers um, in the NFL. So it's no doubt that the Mountain West Conference can produce good quarterbacks. Um, but is Josh Allen the right quarterback for the Bills? Um, and is he the answer? Well, you know what? I, they needed to draft a quarterback, uh, you know, bringing in A.J. McCarron. That guy's just a temporary, um, you know, he, he was a backup to Andy Dalton. He played, you know, yeah. decently well when he had chances to play. But A.J. McCarron is a long-term answer. Um, so they, they needed to get a quarterback. They traded up. This is their guy, Josh Allen. I like taking him at seventh overall. Um, I think he has a lot of potential. There was, you know, talk that the Browns might have even taken him at number one. Wow. Uh, until those tweets came out, I think that was a good possibility. Uh, and um, so he's got great size. He's 6'5", uh, 237 pounds. He's, he's a good boy. arm strength. I think he's got the strongest arm out of all the quarterbacks in the, in the draft. But with this comes uh, a strong concern for his accuracy. He only completed 56% of his passes in his final year. Um, also, Yeah, I, think- I know. His percentage rating was so down. I was noticing that as well. I mean, I just don't. I don't know. That's, that's not a lot. I mean, maybe he doesn't have the weapons, too, um, on Wyoming that maybe a USC or UCLA has or in Oklahoma. Yeah, but I mean, still yeah, not still. great for the, for the competition he was facing. A college quarterback's got to complete more than 56% of his passes. It's only going to get a lot harder once he reaches the NFL. So there's a concern there. The minor character concern with those inappropriate tweets that surfaced um, maybe a potential reason for a small slide. But to me, that's in the distant past. That's a non-issue for me. He was young. Yeah, those should have been definitely deleted. Those shouldn't have even been made. But at the same time, he was a high school kid. We all made mistakes at that age. So I think he's got a, a real good chance to start. A.J. McCarron, he's a solid quarterback. He's, he's, his ceiling is a lot smaller than Josh Allen's, however. I think he might get the first couple games, but I, I expect to see a lot of Josh Allen in his first year. Um, and uh, as he, he just doesn't have elite competition for the job, 
McCarron's competent. Peterman, not so much. I remember that one game last year against the Chargers. He threw five picks in one half. Uh, that really huh. doesn't bear too much confidence for the Bills and him. So I could see Allen uh, being a, a good starter uh, going forward if they can get him a few more off, uh, offensive weapons. I think he could be real good. Yes, I agree. I think Allen is going to compete with McCarron. I think McCarron might play the first couple games of the season. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely will probably work his way in. And, yeah, everyone makes mistakes in high school. Um, and, uh, I mean, it happens. Uh, and I think, uh, I think we, yeah, he's just got to move on, put his head down, and you know what, just prove to everyone and prove to the guys in the locker room they are going to be looking at him. Kind of funny when he walks in there with those tweets that come out, and he's just got to earn their respect. And uh, hopefully he can pull together and uh, put something special together in Buffalo because they definitely deserve it. Um, okay, on to uh, the 10th overall pick to the Cardinals, Josh Rosen out of UCLA. I mean, this guy was has a huge arm, and I just – his comments uh, post-draft um, on the weekend were just – uh, questionable, to say the least. I mean, I don't think you can come out and say that there were nine mistakes ahead of you um, and say that you should have gone number one. Um, yeah. he, he's nicknamed the Chosen Rosen or the Chosen One, uh, but with his track record, those are probably both self-proclaimed and made. So Josh Rosen out of UCLA to the Cardinals. What do you got, and what do you think he's going to do for Arizona? I like him as a player. Uh, I'm not sold on. Uh, yeah, I agree. Not the strongest track record. A little too confident. Um, it's good to be confident. I, I determined you know, there's a difference between confident and cocky. I think he's a little too cocky. Uh, that that was a bold quote that he made. Uh, statement that he made saying that there was nine mistakes made in front of me. Listen, man, you're a rookie. Don't yep. add that extra pressure to yourself. No, it's, it's going to be hard enough to you know be the starter on this team and they you know they have Larry Fitzgerald they have David Johnson who has injury concerns Larry Larry Fitzgerald is that you know he's getting up there in age so they ha- he has a couple key weapons but you know he's already got his work cut out from don't don't go out and say that statement there's those nine players drafted ahead of you were great players as well no need to say that you know I like being confident I think that's a little over the edge He's got good size. He's 6'4", 226. However, he'm not that great of an athlete. He only ran a 4.92 40-yard dash, um, and I don't think he'll be able to escape the, the pocket uh, as NFL defenders will have a pretty easy time chasing him down. He's a solid uh, pocket passer, but he's also not that great on deep balls. He, and he, a lot of the time when you're watching his, his tape, he tries to force plays and he turns it over a little too much. Uh, he had a, to me, he had a very underwhelming junior year at UCLA in which they only went six and seven. They lost their bowl game, uh, which he didn't even play in due to injury. Uh, a lot of this, you know, the, uh, the underwhelming statistics, you can attribute to a poor supporting cast that he had there. Um, but at the same time, you'd expect a lot more out of a guy who was drafted 10th overall. I wasn't too impressed when I watched him play. Um, he, you know, he gets a lot of passing yards. He'll get his fair share of touchdowns, but the interception number was a little too high for my liking. There's also a concussion concern with him. I think he had a couple in the past year. Um, however, with all this being said, he's got a lot of potential. I saw him working with Aaron Rodgers this this past offseason. Um, that's, that's probably one of the best guys you can learn from. Uh, the best. Some comparisons made between the two of them. And I think he's good. got good starting potential due to the fact that Bradford, 
just can't seem to stay healthy. Bradford in the, in the, the game he opened up for the Vikings last year was outstanding. He had 346 passing yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. But the guy just can't seem to stay healthy. If he if he if he can, he's a very uh, you know above average NFL starter who will get his fair share of wins. And I expect you know Rosen not to get much time and to learn from him. But if Bradford goes down to injury. Mike Lennon is zero competition for him. Mike Lennon shouldn't even be in the league for as far as I'm concerned. So yeah. if, if Bradford goes down injury, expect Rosen to get a lot of playing time this year. Yeah, 100%. I agree. I mean, Bradford's just got to try to stay healthy. And I mean, I don't know, man. I just, the, uh, the comments after me this weekend, the guy's just got to shut his fucking mouth and go out and play football and earn now earn the respect of that locker room. Maybe that would probably be interesting walking into with uh, all the veterans in that room. Um, lastly, Last of the quarterbacks. You have a wild card pick, I see. Mason Rudolph, Oklahoma State, third rounder. 76 overall to the Steelers. Big body. Johnny Unitas winner, uh, which is given to the most outstanding senior quarterback um, in college football. Uh, last year, uh, through 65%, over 4,500 yards, uh, 35 touchdowns, and only, and only nine interceptions. Um, Stat-wise, guy kind of looks a lot like Ben Roethlisberger. Hey, Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, Troy, I got to say, this is my favorite QB selection in the entire draft class. I know he's a third rounder, um, but I think falling into the situation that he did, it could not have been more perfect. This guy possesses elite size. He's 6'5", 235 pounds, as you said, resembles Big Ben. He's got a good family football background. Uh, His dad played college football. His brother's going to play linebacker at Clemson. He's a pocket passer. Um, but he also his elite size helps him move the chains in short yarded situations. So he'll also get his fair share of goal line, uh, you know, QB dives. And he also scored uh, some, uh, I think it was six rushing touchdowns last year as a result of that. Uh, as you mentioned, he, he was one of the best senior quarterbacks in the draft. He led the FBS with 377 passing yards a game. He had a solid completion percentage and touchdown interception ratio. Uh, and yeah, he torched the Big 12, but it is, however, known for pretty poor defenses. So you can't really, you know, take that as you will. Um, he he played really well, but the competition he was going against maybe wasn't the best. Um, he he is the favorite QB pick for me for the situation he ends ends up in. Uh, I really think he's a solid successor for Big Ben, uh, who's already mentioned that he might be retiring this year. Uh, he's decided to come back, but who knows how much longer he'll be in the fold for Pittsburgh. Yep. Uh, also, I really like the fact that uh, Pittsburgh drafted uh, Rudolph's teammate in James Washington. He was drafted in the second round by the Steelers. He's an elite big playmaker, and that was uh, Rudolph's big play guy. So they already got that chemistry. And then you add guys uh, like Antonio Brown, Ju- Juju, Smith- uh, Juju uh, Smith-Schuster, and then you have Le'Veon Bell at running back to the mix for Rudolph. Uh, those are all the weapons he'll have at his, at his disposal once he takes over the helm at uh, quarterback for the Steelers. So I think he's got a lot of weapons that, to help him succeed, and I'd expect big things for Mason Rudolph once Big Ben is gone. Yeah, 100%. I think this guy's um, set up for success, especially maybe learning under, under, under Big Ben. For It looks like this could be his last season um, as the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback. So definitely yeah. a lot of potential. And Ryan, he had 10 rushing QBs, TDs last year. He is yeah. a cute. He is a QB sneak expert. This guy. So yeah. look, look out for this guy. Maybe coming in on the goal line, taking a little bit of a beating. Um, 
All right. Quick, honest, quick, honest, quick, yep, before you move on, out of respect to Lamar Jackson, I just got to mention, I really like that pick by the Ravens as well. This is Ozzie Newsom's last draft. I like the move taking him uh, to end the, the first round. He's an elite athlete and playmaker. He's got the good size, speed. Uh, he, you know, former Heisman Trophy winner. He did a lot with a poor supporting cast. I really, I really, really, really wish this guy well in the NFL. I hope his game translates. Um, I hope he doesn't turn out to be the next RG3, and it's ironic that he'll be battling for that backup QB spot against RG3 um, come training camp uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. So I just wanted to do a quick shout-out to Lamar Jackson. I hope he does well. I think he was a great pickup, and I really hope he turns out to be a good NFL talent. And uh, you best believe you're getting a Super Bowl out of him, Ryan. You're definitely <laughs> getting a Super Bowl out of him, baby. Yeah, I hope he takes the job from Flacco. I think they definitely need a new quarterback at the helm in Baltimore. 100%. Lamar Jackson, uh, really good friends with Chai Guy, it sounds like. So we wish you all the best uh, in this upcoming season. And, uh, yeah, try to win that Super Bowl so you're not the, the total meme of yes. all sports um, moving forward in the future. Um, okay. We're moving on. Uh, segment number two, who is the MVP of the draft? Who is your top pick, Ryan, and why? Top pick, hands down. Kudos to the Colts for taking Quinton Nelson sixth overall. This was uh, a selection that a lot of people saw coming, but the fact that they went through with it, good choice by them. Their utmost priority going forward needs to be protecting their franchise quarterback, Andrew Luck. The guy, when he's on the field, is an elite quarterback who took them to consecutive AFC championship games. These guys should have been in the Super Bowl, in my opinion, in one of those two years. And, you know, if they, if they add a few more playmakers to luck, keep him healthy, he can carry this offense. I really think they can get back to being a legitimate contender if they keep him healthy. So getting this guy, addressing that need to, to help Andrew Luck uh, avoid getting sacked. Um, and, you know, he's also a, an elite uh, – um, run blocker. He's an absolute mauler in the run game. Uh, he's, he plays with a mean streak, this Quinton Nelson kid. He's got elite size. He's 6'5", 325 pounds. He did Big 35 boy. bench press reps at 225. So this guy's got elite strength. I really, really like this pick. I was hoping he'd fall to the Bears. I'm, I'm still really happy with who we got at, at number eight with Roquan Smith. But uh, I really think this guy was the best offensive uh, lineman prospect to come out of the draft in years. And I expect big things from him. Yeah, the guy's a fu- the guy's just a fucking monster, and um, mean, man, he is a mean dude. You wouldn't want to mess with this guy. Yeah, monster, and does Taekwondo, uh, because apparently it helps him with his mental ease when he plays. Yeah, um, and uh, obviously taking his mind off of eating because that guy is a huge appetite. Clearly, um, my my top pick for the NFL draft is none other than Saquon Barclay. Um, this guy, running back out of Penn State, second overall the Giants. I mean, he's been voted basically as the best player in the draft by almost every football media personnel. Um, Giants need a running back that can do it all. Haven't had a running back since this dominant, possibly since a Brandon Jacobs when they won the Super Bowl. Um, and like I said, he's a do-it-all back. He can run, he can pass, protect, he can catch the ball, and... Uh, he's going to be a totally huge tool for Eli moving forward. Um, last year, um, he had uh, over 1,200 yards rushing, uh, 630 yards receiving uh, with a combined 21 touchdowns. I mean, the guy can definitely do it all. Um, and with uh, 
Odell coming back, Sterling Shepard, and Ingram at tight end. There is now no excuse for Eli Manning. His tools are there. He has the confidence of his coach. He just has to perform. Um, and you know what? He can. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion, and uh, and that's something that should not be overlooked. So, Ryan, just your quick thoughts on uh, Saquon Barkley. I agree. Um, I, I really like that pick as well. I think they needed to go that direction. They needed an elite running back. He's, he's, got, he's got it all. He's an elite runner, uh, very elusive, versatile back, uh, he, great pass catcher, an elite returner. Um, as you said, you know, they haven't had a, a good run game since the days of uh, Bradshaw and Brandon Jacobs. Um, and I, they, they definitely need an elite playmaker to help uh, that offense out because it really relied on the passing game in the past season. So uh, just adding another element to that offense, I really like the, the addition of Saquon. I agree. Uh, and has a really hot girlfriend. So, you know, the guy's got some confidence. And so the guy's got some confidence. Um, yeah. con- congrats on the newborn, Saquon, by the way. Congratulations, my friend. Um, bad picks. So, Ryan, who got it wrong and seemingly will be blamed for the rest of their lives for doing it? Um, your bad pick and why? Okay, th- I'm going to start with one that's a little on the fence with me. Uh, New Orleans taking uh, Marcus Davenport, 14th overall. They traded up uh, with the Packers to get him. Uh, and they addressed a big need for them. So that's why I'm not going to say this is a total bad pick. They needed a, a, an extra pass rusher to pair with uh, Cameron Jordan. Um, however, with that being said, Davenport is a really raw talent who played against weaker competition in Conference USA. Uh, with that being said, he's an elite athlete with great size. He's 6'6", 264. He's got speed. He ran a 4'5", 840. Yep. Uh, got great strength, 22 bench press reps at 25 at the Combine. Um, but you know, with that being said, giving up an additional 2019 first rounder along with your 27th overall pick and a 2018 fifth rounder to move up and stag, uh, and snag a non quarterback, um, who's also unproven in a raw talent was just a lot to give up for me. Um, yep. I, I hope it works out for them, but at the same time, uh, I just think they just gave up a little too much, um, for for and they, they didn't even get a successor for Drew Brees, who who's only in my opinion going to be there for the next couple of years. So yeah, hundred um, percent. I think if you give up that much, you got to address the most important position on your team, a quarterback. Uh, they gave up a lot for for a an unproven uh, raw talent in Davenport. Hundred percent raw talent. Um, yeah. Apparently lacks consistency, um, yeah. and not great in coverage, and has trouble finding the ball off the snap. Um, and yeah. finding that runner. So, I mean, well, it's another project for New Orleans, but, I mean, they've done a great job over this past year um, yeah. developing their defense into something that is special. So maybe they can – maybe they have a, another rookie of the year, defensive player rookie of the year um, in Ryan Davenport, but only time will tell. Um, moving on, our last topic quickly. Oh, um, that, that wasn't even my worst pick. I got. Well, oh, well, right, right. Well, you got to tell me. Who is your worst pick, Chai Guy? Tell me who your worst yeah. pick is. The Raiders taking Colton Miller for 15th overall. This this was a big oh no for me. Oh no! The guy's got a size. He's six, he's six nine three oh nine, but he's extremely raw. And uh, although he's really strong and athletic, he's showed a lot of weakness in pass protection. Uh, they got it. They got to really protect their uh, car coming off a couple injuries. You know, uh, so I, I I don't know if this was the best option for them. I think they could have found. De- uh, you know, a value pick deeper in the draft. I think they had bigger needs on the defensive side of the ball. He's inconsistent, not fluid. He's poor position and really struggles against speedy pass rushers. He's going to have a tough time with the elite pass rushers in that AFC West with Bosa, Ingram on, on the Chargers, Houston on the Kansas Bosa. City, Miller, and now 
Bradley Chubb on the Denver Broncos. Uh, and they really should have addressed the defense, in my opinion. The, the Raiders last year were dead last in the interceptions. They had five all year. And Sean Smith, who led them with two, is now serving jail time for beating up his sister's boyfriend. Damn. So I really think the Raiders should have gone with guys who are still available, like Derwin James, who's an elite safety. A lot of people thought he was the best overall defensive back in this class. And Traymond Edmonds, who's a monster six foot five inside linebacker, who can also play the edge, who's got speed and strength. And the guy's just turning 20, I think, tomorrow. Uh, he's got a lot of potential. They were both available. They were the next two picks after the Colton Miller pick. So I think that was a big mistake by the Raiders. Yeah. Only time will tell. The guy's got potential, but I just think there was bigger needs for that team. Yeah, I think uh, John Gruden loves his quarterbacks, right? So he's going to do everything in his power to protect Carr and keep him on the field. Um, is he too tall at 6'9"? Uh, because pass rushers, man, they can dip and drive past, especially Von Miller, too. That guy yeah. is just absolutely explosive, I mean. Yeah, that, that height is a little too tall, in my opinion. But yeah. apparently he's pretty good in, in, in the run game. He, he dips his shoulders and, and gets low. Um, and he just really needs to work on that pass pro um, and uh, make sure he can keep up with the best uh, pass rushers in the NFL, I think, in that AFC West division. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this guy's just um, – guy's got to show his squat depth. That's for sure when he's on yeah, the offensive line. He's got to get low, baby. He's got to get real low. Um, all right, last segment, Ryan, quickly. Um, who won the draft? Who is – uh, the 2017 New Orleans Saints of this year's draft class. The Saints last year had six or seven players, six or seven of their draft picks playing in the NFL last year, obviously, and had two Pro Bowls, one NFL, offense, one NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year and NFL Rookie of the Year in Alvin Kamara, and obviously Defensive Rookie of the Year in Marshawn Lattimore. Ryan, who is your New Orleans Saints of this year's 2018 draft class? All right, well, I got, I got four teams here, Troy, and I'm going to try to touch on each of them pretty fast. But I'm going to start off with the Green Bay Packers. It, it hurts me to say this because I, as a Bears fan, I, I, I couldn't hate the Packers anymore. But they did, they did a damn fine job. They got a new GM, and his first draft was stellar. They really addressed the defensive back position, getting Jair Alexander and Josh Jackson in the first two rounds. They got two cornerbacks who were both considered first-round talent, uh, which was real good on their behalf. They got Burks at linebacker. Uh, they got some uh, weapons at wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers. They got Jamon Moore, Valdez Scant- uh, Scantling, and they also got Equinemius Sand Brown in the sixth round. That's a real good value pick. So they did a lot of good jobs addressing their major concerns. Um, and uh, I think especially with those two cornerbacks, NFC North quarterback, uh, cornerbacks, sorry, NFC North uh, quarterbacks are going to have a real tough time if uh, Josh Jackson and Jair Alexander uh, progress. Um, they should have also taken a safety to uh, re- the, replace the loss of Morgan Burnett, in my yeah. opinion. Good player. Um, uh, however, uh, I think they'll be able to be okay with, with the additions they've made in that back end. Um, the wide receivers they took uh, weren't elite talent, but uh, they're good value picks, especially Sam Brown and Notre Dame. The guy's 6'5", 214. Uh, he, he ran a 4-4-8, 40-yard dash and had yeah. 20 bench press reps. So he's fast and strong. He had a poor junior year because they didn't have a great QB in Wimbush last year, but he had solid chemistry in his sophomore season with Sean Kaiser. And the guy's got the best name in the draft as well. So I, I, like, that <laughs> pick. I like that pick for, for uh, Green Bay, and I, I think they did a solid job. Um, and, and he's got Aaron Rodgers. I mean, yeah. when you got Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he can make any wide receiver look good. So who's your next team, right, guy? Cleveland Browns, uh, you know, they, they were set up pretty nicely with the first and fourth overall pick. 
Um, so it would have been hard to screw that one up, but uh, they, they did it right, in my opinion. Uh, I like getting Mayfield number one overall. I think he's the franchise QB of the future for these guys. He's a winner. He'll have a lot of support and weapons uh, t- uh, to help him find success in the NFL. Taking Denzel uh, Ward at number four, he's a promising young quarterback. I think Ohio State turns out a lot of solid players. I, I do believe Bradley Chubb was the best defensive player in this draft, and I would have loved to see him paired up with last year's number one overall pick, uh, Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett. Uh, given Cleveland a really solid uh, pass rush. But I think Ward can turn out to be elite uh, cover corner um, and well worthy of the number four overall pick. His man-to-man press coverage uh, is second to none in the class. Um, you know, debatable with Fitzpatrick, Mika Fitzpatrick, but I, I think he is a, is a real solid corner. He's great at picking up passes, so I like that selection. They got mm-hmm. Austin Corbett, number uh, 33rd overall in the second round out of Nevada, and they're hopefully he can replace Joe Thomas, who was their all-pro left tackle who led their uh, offensive line for over the past decade, uh, and he just retired this past uh, offseason. They got Nick Chubb right after that. He's an elite physical run- runner out of Georgia. He forms a formidable duo with Carlos Hyde. I really like that selection. They got an- Antonio Callaway. This guy, he-, he didn't play all last year due to off-the-field concerns. Um, but when he is playing, he's an elite wide receiver. Um, um, but he also has the potential to be the next Josh Gordon, in my opinion. So it's kind of ironic that they're going to be teammates. So he's, gonna, so, so, yeah. so he's going to be off the – yeah, so he's going to be off the – off the field for a long time uh, with suspensions. Yeah. That's great. I'm sure the quarterback would love weed. to hear that. Stay off the weed, my friend. No pipe. Yeah. No pipe. Uh, however, their their GM, uh, Dorsey, is comfortable with this selection, but only time will tell if he can stay out of trouble. And lastly, Gerard Avery. He's a solid linebacker out of Memphis. They, they got a great value pick there at 150th overall in the fifth round. So I like that. Uh, moving on. Uh, third, third best draft uh, for me was the New York Giants. As you mentioned, we already touched on him. They got one of the draft's best players in Saquon Barkley. He adds another element to a really now dangerous Giants offense. They've been craving an elite running back for some time now, and they haven't had a, a successful run game since Bradshaw and Jacobs tandem. Yeah, I agree. Lead uh, runner, returner, pass rusher. He's uh, sorry, pass catcher. He's dynamic and elusive, and he's got great size for running back. The guy's six foot. He's two thirty three. He's got speed and strength. He ran a four forty. Uh, 40 yard dash and he had 29 reps on the bench press so that's this guy's real strong and then in the second round and he's got a hot girlfriend and he's got a hot girlfriend (laughs) yeah you you made that pretty evident in the second round go out and get will hernandez out of utah this guy is an elite physical run blocker he's a mauling guard and he'll help make a lot of holes for barkley Uh, a lot of consider this guy a first round talent so i thought he was a steal at the start of the second round yeah then they add to the defense getting lorenzo carter who was a big part of the nation's top defense last year at georgia i think he has a chance to be a day one starter they got bj hill and out of nc state four defensive linemen from nc state were were selected in the draft they had one of the most dominant defensive lines uh so i I think he's going to be a rotational defensive lineman for them who give a little pass rush on the inside adds that versatility for that uh, New York Giants defensive line. Then they get a potential Eli Manning successor with Kyle Laletta out of Richmond. I think he'll compete for the backup spot with last year's QB. Rich what? Rich what? Rich what? Rich what? Rich what? (laughs) Um, And then uh, round five, they they added more defensive line depth uh, with RJ McIntosh out of Miami. 
Uh, they needed more pass rush uh, with the departure of JPP to Tampa Bay via trade. So I think they did a great job. And then uh, I'm going to give a shout out to my Chicago Bears for a solid job. Yeah, Bears. <laughs> they did. Uh, they did a real good job. They got a day one starting linebacker, and, and in my opinion, the best open field tackler in the nation. Uh, and Roquan Smith, he was the Dick Buckus Award winner as the nation's top linebacker. He's an off the ball linebacker. He can Richard make big plays. My line. <laughs> and uh, I think he's going to form a real solid duo with uh, Danny Trevathan. Uh, they got their, they made their interior of offensive line even stronger with second round selection of James Daniel, uh, James Daniels out of Iowa. And along with Kyle, a healthy Kyle Long and Cody Whitehair, it's arguably the best interior line in football. They traded up to get my favorite player in the entire draft. Whoa. I Who's your favorite player? Anthony Miller, wide receiver out of Memphis. He lacks wow. ideal size and speed. But this guy can straight out just catch the ball. He makes plays better than anyone I saw in this entire uh, draft. Uh, even when you need the ball was coming to his way, he'd still find a way to make the catch. Um, so I really expect big things for him. They also got uh, a, a big value pick for me um, in round seven with the addition of Javon, Javon Wims. He was the leading pass catcher for Georgia, who, as many of you know, went to the national championship game last year. The guy's got good size at 6'3", he's 215. So just another weapon for Mitch Trubisky. Um, and that it's been the off season of just get, getting weapons for Trubisky. So I think the bears offense could shape up nicely if he, if he turns out to be a good quarterback. And then they also added just more depth at linebacker and D line. So monsters of the midway, they're back baby. So watch out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you still got to worry about, uh, the King of the North, um, Aaron Rodgers, but we will see. I mean, it, it is definitely up to Trubisky to have a really good sophomore year. And, uh, See if those bears can uh, come back uh, to fruition um, yep. in the glory days, like the have. glory days. Yeah. So we'll have to see. And uh, obviously, uh, they're both both those teams are chasing uh, the Minnesota Vikings, who started off with three quarterbacks, three really good quarterbacks, and ended up with one that was totally different in uh, Kirk Cousins. So we'll see how that works out, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, it'll be a really good fight this year between. Um, those three teams and then uh, and then uh, Stafford out in Detroit and we'll see if uh, the Lions can actually play some defense and uh, not have to put up 40 points to win a game. Uh, so we will def time will definitely tell. Um, lastly, Ryan, yeah. no, no explanation needed who it's way too early to say a prediction like this, but who is your Super Bowl and who is going to take home the Lombardi trophy? Super Bowl this year? This year. I, I think with Kirk Cousins I, and, and the defense they got in Minnesota, um, the addition of Cousins uh, at the helm of quarterback, he, he was better than any guys they had on that roster last year. No offense to Case Keenum, who played outstanding. Kirk Cousins is a heck of a lot better. The weapons they got with, you know, Adam Thielen, and, um, and then you, they, they just picked up Kendall Wright as the third receiver, and then obviously Stephon Diggs, and then Kyle Rudolph at tight end. Yeah. Uh, a healthy Dalvin Cook back from, you know, the major injury he sustained last year. I, I think the Minnesota Vikings are going to be the best team in the NFL this year. I, I, I truly believe that. Uh, in the AFC, uh, if, if Blake Bortles can play some good ball, if, if they can figure out a, a stronger pass game to complement with Leonard Fournette at, at running back, their defense is uh, second to none in the AFC for me. Uh, so I, I'm going to go with the, the Vikings and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow, the Jaguars, huh? Yeah. I'm going to go with the Vikings winning, and I'm going to have Kirk Cousins as your uh, your uh, su your Super Bowl MVP. 
Okay, you heard it here first. We got a Vikings Jaguars final. I think uh, Ryan, it'll just be you and maybe uh, the people in the cold state of Minnesota in the in the Florida town of uh, Jacksonville watching the game. I don't know if a lot of America would tune into that one, but you heard it here first. Vikings Jags Super Bowl uh, with the Vikings getting the W and Kirk Cousins uh, winning uh, the Super Bowl MVP. All right. We thank you so much for tuning in. That has been episode two of the Playground Show, the, sh- the sports show where anything goes. Ryan, thank you for uh, your astute anal- analysis today. And obviously, uh, your, uh, your points uh, were valid. They had facts to back them up. And obviously, there was not a lot of bias involved besides maybe the Bears and the Jags. But Besides that, um, a show well done, my friend, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, having you on the next episode as well. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, big guy.